0: Welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my things that have actually been getting me through this pandemic, one of my favorite things. We're going to talk about D&D. So roll initiative, anyone? Here we go. Um, Yay! I don't know what that means. (laughs) um, Yeah, I've been playing a lot of D&D the last year. It's, uh, D&D stands for Dungeons & Dragons. It's a tabletop role-playing game uh, invented by Gary Gygax in the late 60s, early 70s, somewhere in there, wherein you... Uh, it's basically kind of a collaborative storytelling game. But the real, real fun of Dungeons & Dragons is that you are storytelling collaboratively. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about my experience with D&D. I've been a Dungeon Master DM, for for two campaigns, and that's the person who kind of puts the story together uh, and sets up the scenario for the rest of the players to do. and And I found that it's really kind of cool for, as a writer, it's just like a whole
1: new medium to work. It's it is fascinating. So I will say I know very little. I have attended one thing that was d related <laughs> where I spent the entire time making a character and then like played for 30 minutes and then had to leave. So, nice. like, so uh, I understand the concept of it, but I've never really played and the people I was with, like, eh, they were not the greatest. Uh, so I did, I didn't feel comfortable going back. So I'm very intrigued, especially as you had mentioned earlier, well, I guess in 2020 about being the dungeon master. I was like, well, what does that mean? And how are you using it? And I'm like, I'm so curious about how you, how it enhances your storytelling skills. And uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. So I'm eager to listen and learn and to just explore with you. Excellent.
0: Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Um, Especially if you get a good group together because uh, like I said, you're, you're, you're playing together. You're like, you're playing pretend just like you did when you were a kid. But there's a little more structure to it, uh, and it's a blast. So as the DM, I bought a module. uh, You can just buy adventures online um, where it sort of like lays out the world for you and says, okay, here are some of the things you can do. Here's some of the things the characters can go after. So you don't have to make it all up. You can actually just go off the book. And I did that for a long time. Now, what I loved about that is it, it was a really great example of a reference for world building you know, you read books and you learn from the book how they do it, but that's the finished product. This is kind of one step back. These are some of the raw materials. And honestly, even just looking at that helped me think about my own world building a little bit differently because I could think about like, well, what would I need to structure? What are some of the things I can do? What are some of the, the hooks I can use that would pull a player in? What are some of the problems that could have the the um, players encounter? What are the problems that they, they can go into? And thinking about it that way, then that translates really well to scenes, and so you know, I, I find that I you know now that I've been doing this for a while, I sometimes start thinking about my writing from a, like a, like I'm a DM, but I'm also all the players. Um, but kind of, I, I really like the way it, it's a way of uh, breaking it down a little bit, so you can see the world building a little, little, little more behind the scenes.
1: So, do you think? Do you find that doing being like a DM versus being a player? Like, did you get that same benefit from being a player in terms of the collaborative storytelling and your creativity and how it affected the way you thought about writing?
0: Yes, because the other hat that you have to wear, obviously, as a writer, is you have to work on your characters. And when you are a player, you have your character and you need to think about your character. You need to to flesh them out just as if you were writing them. I mean, you you can just be like, oh, I don't know. I'm just like this elf. I do stuff. But it's more fun and it helps the, you know, since you are telling a story, helps you uh, role play a little better, helps you make decisions better in character. If you start thinking about who the character is and what they're about and kind of getting a handle on them. Uh, I'm, I'm playing in another campaign where I have my character and I was really struggling with him because I was like, I want him to be, you know, he was kind of a lawful good. He's a, he's a monk. He's a, he's a, you know, kind of a hero, very heroic sort of guy. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of, he's kind of boring, right? Because he's just this, he's just good. (laughs) And so I I talked to my DM, and we worked together, and we came up with some ideas of how to make him more interesting, and how to give him some flaws and stuff. And so that character design process is exactly the same as what you do in writing. But I like that I'm doing it with someone, so I get some help. And there are, I can work with my other, other players, so I don't have to come up with everything by myself. And it's just a nice little, it's a practice. It's a it's, it's kind of a, a rehearsal run for the same skills that you use when you're sitting down to write, when you're doing it all by yourself.
1: Yeah, and what I was surprised at when I moved out here to L.A. and started meeting other writers, I found a lot of TV writers. I love D&D and other role-playing games. And it is because it mir- it's the collaborative storytelling nature, mm-hmm. and that mirrors what happens in a writer's room, where it's like you're walking into somebody else's show, the world that they've created, you're helping them develop characters, and then you're like giving perspectives and ideas on like what could happen, right? And mm-hmm. so it is very much the same kinds of that impromptu storytelling is the same kind of skill that you see in the writer's room in terms of throwing out pitches of like what could happen or what should happen when they're outlining the whole season arc. It does that very same vibe. It's very
0: collaborative and I could totally see that. And since as a writer, I'm by myself, um, I don't get that in my fiction, but or my prose, I guess, because D and D is fiction too, but uh, playing D and D has really given me that. The other great thing is that because so many people play it, there's a lot, it's a ton of resources so if i get stuck if i'm not i can just google stuff and and get ideas and inspiration and um and I, you know and, and some of it is you know here's this my thought it's free on reddit or whatever some people sell modules sell characters which is great you can buy that stuff and i find it really you know it's a good jumping off point point. and then what's happened is for this curse of strad game that i'm running you know i was following the module but now i've been doing it for about a year actually a little over a year and uh i'm feeling a little more comfortable and now i'm starting to improvise i'm starting to change it up and it's given me more confidence so again i think this is it's a nice exercise so i start off with kind of the training wheels on and learn i you know i'm learning the system i'm learning how to be a dm because i'd never done it before but i'm also kind of you know feeling more confident in in this mode of storytelling and now i'm starting to create my own stuff even though i launched off this this given thing i've taken it and i'm i now it's my own completely my own creation mine and my players were working together but uh, i again it's another it's just another place where you can kind of work at it without you know while you're away from your desk while you're not necessarily sitting and, and bleeding out a page you can you can play a little bit and you can develop those skills in
1: a little lower risk area i think So how long does it, how long does it usually, like you were talking about running multiple campaigns and like a Mm -hmm. year. So like, is there an end, like goal for each campaign (laughs) or does it go as long as people are interested? So it depends. Uh, You can say, like, okay, so
0: I bought this module Curse of Strahd and there is a a thing at the end. I've changed it. Although my players don't know that. Although now they do if they listen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now they kind of know. But you can say, yeah, we're going to play this campaign, we're going to finish this, and we're done. And actually, your players level up. And at a certain point, they get so powerful that you can't give them anything <laughs> that's interesting. You know, like you're like, I don't know, you're going to fight God now. And that literally can happen. You're like, oh, you won. Now you're God. So I think we're going to roll up some new characters. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I also know people who've been running games for years. They just kind of keep, you know, twisting and turning. And maybe this character dies out you know, and they roll up a new one or they change it i don't know but uh it's really kind of up to you and oh the other cool thing that can actually happen is your character can die your character can, can, can get killed i had that happen in one campaign where the character died she just blew up and she was gone like uh starting over and it's nice because then also you have high stakes right because you can die you, you do take damage you do get hurt and you start to see though in doing this that you know bad decisions are more interesting And it can help you build your uh, courage a little bit, too, to put your characters in danger, not just to, like, be mean and and hurt them, but to have them make bad decisions justified on who they are and let the drama come from that, which can sometimes be a little scary uh, when you're writing, you know, to to have your characters make a bad decision because you like the characters, you're close to them. So I find that that's helped free me up a little bit, too, is because I'm like, oh, my character's going to do something done, do-do-do-do-do, and, uh, and learning, you know, getting rewarded for that with some excitement and some drama and, you know, some some fun things that come from it, and so that helps me become more courageous as a writer to say, yeah, I'm going to have this character do something dumb, do-do-do-do-do, and then see the fun that comes from that. So how would one get started?
1: <laughs> like, what if I'm listening to this, if, if there's a, a listener out there like me, who's like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Like, how, how do you get started without feeling completely overwhelmed or intimidated by all these folks who have been doing this for years?
0: Well, the first thing I would recommend is to, um, you can actually, there's a lot of live play podcast and YouTube videos where you can watch people play or listen to them play a game. And it I found that super helpful to learn how the game works um, and to, to see examples. Um, so, ones that I would recommend, uh, Adventure Zone is a good one. It's a podcast, uh, not another D and D podcast. Uh, they, the podcast is really good, and they're very good players. They're actors and writers, and so that's it's interesting. Uh, Dimension Twenty does have a they have a YouTube channel and a podcast. Again, just really great stuff. And then the, the big mama of all is is called Critical Role, R-O-L-E, uh, where it's a bunch of uh, professional voice actors doing it. And that's been going on forever. Um, but if you watch and or listen to these, that helps you kind of get a feel. So you feel a little more confident about how it works. Um, but really to get started, you just got to grab some of your friends and someone's got to bite the bullet and be the DM. And basically that's what I did, you know, for this Curse of Strahd games, like, I want a game. Hey guys, anyone want to play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants to DM crickets, right? Because it's a little more work. Uh, it's a lot more work. Yeah. Um. But I was like, I want this to happen. I'm gonna do it. And I just I bought a module. You know, so it's not like I had to write the whole story. You know, So I just I bought something off the shelf. Bought the module. It works so well to do remotely now. It's the best way to socialize now. Um, and uh, just give it a shot. Try it. You know, it's an that's another great thing about D and D as a creative outlet is that the stakes are really low you know because you're with your friends you guys are all playing together if you screw up you go like ah, you know this i'm not really ready tonight guys so we're just going to kind of see what we could do in fact that actually happened last week i didn't have time to put together the the encounter that i wanted them to do you know the i did and so i was like well i think we're just going to kind of you know role play a little bit today you know just kind of let you be in the space and 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 bring a couple things and it was the best session we had such a good time um, because we were all committed. We were all working together. So you're not on your own. You're all helping each other. So to get started, long story short, uh, get some friends, buy a book, uh, listen to some of those podcasts or watch some of those YouTube videos to get the feel of how it
1: works. Just go for it. I love it. I'm that That is my assignment. So I have a group of, of ladies who all committed to doing this. We were supposed to start in like the end of January and we haven't (laughs) come together yet. We haven't been able to get everybody on the same page uh, with schedules, but uh, I'm really excited about that because I think my first exposure was like people that I didn't really know. So there was already issues Mm -hmm. there and they were kind of like jerks and, very patronizing and a lot of other male yes. things that made it awkward and uncomfortable <sighs> yeah uh, so yeah so i'm really excited to have like more of a safe space to like we're all learning and we're just we're all writers we're all excited to give it a shot
0: yeah yeah that is that is the the hardest part about D is getting a time where everyone can get together because you're gonna want every session to be it's gonna be like two could be two to five to six hours you can go for a really long time we do it weeknights we usually go about T- about two, two and a half hours and, and we meet once a week. And that's, you know, that, that's a, that's pretty normal. What some people do is they meet once a month and they like spend the whole day together. Um, you know, they do it for eight hours. I think remotely, I, I don't think you can do that as much. Right. <laughs> you know, if you're all sitting together in the living room, it's a little easier to just kind of hang out all day. Cause you know, you're talking, you order a pizza, you get up, you move, you know, but if you're sitting in front of your computer on, on a zoom call, they, they can get a little tiring, but, uh, but yeah, the hardest part is, is scheduling, is a finding a time where everyone can do it, but do it because it's. I find it, it for now it's a great social outlet because I you know I don't have any otherwise. It's a great creative outlet because there's seriously some amazing storytelling that you can do through this medium. Um, you know that's I would recommend you know, going to things like the not another D and D podcast or Dimension Twenty, and uh, listening to that Adventure Zone, especially their first season, the first uh, campaign they did. Uh, balance. There's some amazing
1: storytelling that happens, and this is the most like. Before we go, this is the most popular sort of RPG, but there are others yes. that are
0: oh, there's tons, there's tons, there's tons of yeah. tons, right? Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons is kind of yeah the big mama one, but um, and the and the campaigns you can do, the adventures you can do in Dungeons and Dragons don't have to be that stereotypical Tolkien high fantasy stuff. um Like I said, we're doing I'm doing one that's horror based. Um, you can. I mean, they have a Rick and Morty module. You can do. You can play <laughs> in a uh, modern day. You know. Uh, you could do the Dimension Twenty did one in a high school. They're doing one and one in New York. Oh, that's cool. Know, modern day New York. You can do it whatever you want. But yeah, there's also other RPGs. Uh, Pathfinder is another one of the bigger um, systems. The one Star Wars has some RPGs, and they kind of have their own system. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember what the name of that system is. I know you guys are screaming it right now. I'm
1: so sorry. Oh, I'm excited! I want to dig in. <laughs> I can't wait. I want you to do it. Let's roll
0: a character right now. It's gonna be great. Yeah, there's a there's a steep learning curve, but you'll figure it you out. You know
1: what? Where is there not? I mean, like anything that's yeah. worth it, there's a there's a decent learning curve.
0: Yeah, I mean, it can get a little intimidating. There's some things that can help. Also, I, we got to wrap up. But uh, if you use something like D and D Beyond, which is a website, or Roll Twenty, which is another website that has a little online tool. Uh, they can help with the character sheets and can do some of the math that comes into it because Mm -hmm. there is some math. You know, you roll the die and then you add this factor and then you add this factor. And that can get kind of overwhelming, uh, especially if you're not mathematically inclined. Uh, But I I am not a super big math person, but that's why I have computers. They do it for me. And so, yeah, I use like D&D Beyond and, and Roll20 to do all my math for me. Or you can even use an app that'll do that stuff. But, you know... So that can be a little scary, but don't let it, uh, don't let it throw you. Love it. Cool. Well, by next week, I expect to hear all about your, well, maybe not next week. I'll we'll give you a little more time. <laughs> hear all about your campaign. And uh, before I know it, you'll be collecting dice like the rest of us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is really just an excuse for me to collect dice. So <laughs> it, it's it, the, yeah, it's real. The struggle is real.
0: I think we've geeked out enough. And uh, we'll wrap up for today. So uh, let us know if you play D&D, what you like to do. I think it's a great thing for writers. And uh, yeah. So on that note, I'll remind you that writing is hard. So take it easy.
1: I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.